welcome to I Am Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. So in the early 1930s, my mother's parents migrated from Sumter County, South Carolina, north to New York. Now, the stench of slavery and oppression was still pretty ripe in Southern air, and they were looking for a better life with greater opportunity. My great-grandparents were fortunate enough to be land-owning coloreds, which was not the norm. But still, with everything that was going on in the South at that time, my grandparents decided they could probably find a better life. So to New York City, they came. And when they got there... My grandparents bought a couple of homes. My grandmother earned a college degree. She owned her own business. And my grandfather landed a city job with the water reservoir. Now, it's not uncommon for you to have to leave home to find your fortune or to follow your dreams. Many of us, you know, march to the beat of a different drummer or we have to listen to that inner voice in order to find our true self. Well, such was the case with Zikri. Now, heroes come in all shapes and sizes, and they can be found in a wide variety of places. Zikri lived deep in the rainforest of Malaysia, and he was a small brown jungle mouse. Now, he had beady little eyes, cone-shaped ears, really soft brown fur, and an impossibly long tail. Now, to say that Zikri was small was really an understatement because Zikri was the runt of all jungle mice. He was kind of funny looking, and everybody made fun of him. But his mom, she loved Zikri the best out of all her many babies. Now, it could be because he was the smallest, but it might also be because they shared a special gift that none of the other mice had. They could hear an enchanting music in the air of the jungle. Now, Zikri loved the sound of this music. And whether he was foraging for food or trembling in a tiny fur ball waiting for a predator to pounce, he was always listening for the music. And the music consisted of bells and gongs and drums and flutes. And more than anything, he wanted to find that music. One day, as he was hiding under a leaf during a monsoon rain, he listened closely and he could hear Mr. Toad croaking in rhythm with the music. He stuck his hat and he said, Mr. Toad, can you hear the music too? Sometimes I hear the music. You know, the music comes from Lord Tiger, who is very fierce and terrible. One day I'm going to go and find that music. Well, you're going to need great power to do that. And to gain this power, you have to travel far and struggle. It is not easy to obtain this power. You have to travel through swamp and jungle, and go all the way to Bukit Raja Mountain, the mountain of the great King Lion. 
Well, I'm going to do that someday. You are a very small mouse, and I think you had better stay in the jungle with the other mice. Well, he didn't really care. He wasn't going to listen to that. And he decided one day he had thought about it long enough, and it was time for Zikri to set out on his journey. And off he went. He spent his nights scuttling from leaf to leaf, hiding under rocks. In the daytime, he would stay hidden so that predators wouldn't find him. But every night he'd scuttle, running from shadow to shadow, and he was getting so tired. His legs ached, and his tail was sore from dragging on the ground. So one night he balled up, and he took a little rest, but he heard a voice. Hey, hey little brother, up here. And Zikri opened his eyes and up on the hill, he saw another jungle mouse, an old jungle mouse. He had gray spiky hair pointing through his brown fur and he was hiding under a big mound of palm fronds. Up here, little brother. So Zikri scurried up the hill. You have a very comfortable house here and so much food. Where are you headed, little brother? I'm going to Bukit Raja. <laughs> Heard some music, I'll bet. <laughs> I bet Mr. Toad told you you needed some great power to hear that music. Yeah. He fooled me that way once when I was a youngster like you. And I headed out just like you did. But when I got here, I couldn't hear the music anymore. So I decided to stay. And I have all this jungle to myself and all the food I could ever want. In fact, I have everything I could ever want except for companionship. Why don't you stay with me? You'd make good company. And when I pass, all this could be yours. Well, he thought for a while. Uncle, would it be okay if I ate some of your food and maybe took a few hours rest to think it over? And so he did. He shared his food. He took a little nap. But when he woke up, Zikri was just as determined as ever to find that music. And so off he went. And he's scuttling through the jungle, night after night, resting during the day. And then one day, as he's falling asleep, he hears sobbing. Sobbing coming from nearby. He pokes his head out, and he sees the old woman of the forest, Mrs. Orangutan. And she was sitting on a fallen branch, just bawling her eyes out. Zikri said, Mother, why do you cry so? Are, are you hurt? No. No, no. I've been to the oracle today, and the oracle told me something terrible. Well, what, what did she tell you? She told me that if I don't find a jungle mouse tail and wrap it around my finger, I'm going to die this very day. Well, Zikri made sure his tail was well tucked in the leaves. <laughs> Mother, that's awful. 
It's not for me that I cry. It's for my young son. He's going to perish without me. He's so small and so young. What will he do when I'm gone? And Zikri said, well, I'm sure that your people will take care of him. No, no, they won't. They call him shrimp and runt. They say, they say he should be outcast because he's so small. Zikri said, oh, mother, don't you listen to that. That's what my people said about me. And I have gone further and seen more of the world than any jungle mouse ever has. Well, I would be happy for him to grow up and be courageous like you, but all is hopeless now is he will surely perish when I do. And Zikri watched Mrs. Orangutan. Her, her eyes were growing dim. She was becoming weaker and weaker. She was so weak, she couldn't even hold her young son who was grasping at her side. Zikri thought about his mother and how much he missed her and how much she loved him, and he could bear it no longer. So he popped out from where he was hiding and ran over to her. Mother, you have very sharp teeth. Bite my tail quickly before you're too weak and before I lose courage, for I am a jungle mouse and I cannot watch you perish. And with one bite... She bit off his tongue. Wow, that searing pain shot up his spine like a bolt of lightning, and he cried out in pain. But Mrs. Orangutan's yelps of joy were so loud, you could barely hear him. And she scooped up her son, and she bowed deeply to Zikri. You have saved me. You have saved my son. Anything I can do for you, you need only ask. And Zikri was so weak, from the pain, but he managed to squeak out, if you could take me to Bukit Raja. Bukit Raja, that's where the great terrible Lord Tiger lives. You don't want to go there. Oh, yes, mother, I do, and I must. So she quickly took some palm fronds and she fashioned a basket. She took some soft green moss and laid it lining the basket just big enough to nestle Zikri in. And she strapped it to her back, grabbed her son, and headed out through the canopy of trees. And she swung and swung until she got all the way to the base of Bukit Raja. And when she sat down the basket, Zikri woke up. He was rested, and his little nub had stopped bleeding. And he thanked her. And they shared some durian fruit together and bowed their goodbyes. And off he went up the mountain. Now, it was really difficult for him to climb now because, you know, a mouse uses his tail for balance. And it took him a while to get the hang of walking without his tail. But he scurried up the mountain as quickly as he could, resting only briefly. He could hear the music louder now. And he thought in the distance he could hear growling of Lord Tiger. So he kept going. And one day he was just so tired he just couldn't go any further. So he climbed into the crevice of a rock. And he tried to curl up, but he was so used to wrapping his tail around him. It took him a while to settle, but at last he fell asleep. He woke up trembling. He thought there was a thunderstorm in the distance because everything was vibrating. But when he opened his eyes, two 
great golden eyes were peering down at him because it wasn't a storm. It was the purr of Lord Tiger. Well, little one, what are you doing on Bukut Raja so far from your home? Zikrit gathered all his courage and he climbed up from the rock and bowed deeply to the Lord Tiger. I have been summoned here by celestial music. Oh, have you? Well, I am the Lord and keeper of Bukut Raja. And if you would hear this music and understand its meaning, you must pay a price to me, the guardian. Now, this price you must pay freely, so I give you a choice. You will leave me one of two things, either your sight or your hearing. Which do you choose? Zikri collapsed on the ground. He had not expected such a terrible price to be paid. He looked at Lord Tiger and he said, what if I don't choose? What if I, what if I just return home? Some choose that. You could do that. You might well find happiness someday, but you will never hear the music again. Well, then I must choose to keep my hearing. And with that, the sun went out for Zikri. He found himself blind and alone on the side of the mountain. But all he needed to do was climb to the top, to the source of the music. And so he climbed and climbed until he reached the top of the mountain. And when he reached it, the music was loud and clear. And it wasn't just music. There were voices, millions of voices, a celestial symphony. And the voices sang about the brotherhood of man and the oneness of the world. And in that moment, Zikri knew that all creatures were one. He was filled with so much joy. He could hear the music in every part of his being. And he stood there at the top of the mountain saying, no mouse has ever been so blessed before. But then he heard a voice speaking to him as clear as you're standing here. You or Zikri, mouse no more. You are tiger. And he opened his eyes and he could see the expanse of the world before him. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.